welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like capital ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It would mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy. If you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy, you can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. Hey, welcome, welcome, welcome. We're eight minutes early in case your clock is off. Today we're going to talk about TikTok versus Instagram. Which one is better? The fight 
of the century is about to go down right right now so what are we going to do on Ramon's segment one i'm going to bring you some top tips and news and information you need to know to make your day better your business better or your personal life then we're going to dive into some discussion and then we're going to have what i love to do at the end of my segments what i'll call a master class about small business success and small business growth we are so excited and so glad that you decided to spend some time with us today and if you are glad you're here if you're getting value in this room let's make Glenn Lundy Proud is about to land probably in about 45 minutes as he encourages us always to do a few things. One on the lower left, there's the reshare button. Share the room right now. We're at 102. Let's see at the end of my segment, can we get up to 120? I don't know. Let's see what we can do. But if you're getting value in this room, share, share, share the room so this room can always be one of the best rooms on Clubhouse for sure. And let's see who's sharing there. Dan Daniel shared, David Hill shared, uh, Bonnie shared, uh, Dr. Jamesia shared, uh, and so many others. Ex Judy shared, Megan DiMartino, Paul shared, and the shares are going up and up and up. And don't forget as well to use the clip icon. I clipped some people today, Marcus Black in his earlier segment. If you're hearing something that really resonates with you, you can hit the scissors button and share the last 30 seconds of that. So with that, let's dive into my segment today. And the title of this segment is, TikTok versus Instagram, which one is better? Let's dive into the top tips of the day to help you uh, grow your business or have a better life. Here we go. Y'all ready? Let me see some mashed flakes if y'all ready. Some mics. I said some mashed flakes. <laughs> Renee, you heard that? <laughs> I meant to say Mike's flash. All right. Tosh and Renee are ready. So everybody else, y'all can just uh, go do something else. And Christina, I'll share it with just these four people. Here we go. Ding, 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 ding. McDonald's discovers the golden ticket to making money in the metaverse. Wow, wow, wow. I thought that was pretty cool. We've heard on here a lot from Glenn Lundy and so many others, Stephen Kuhn and others who've been talking about crypto, Bitcoin, the metaverse. Amelia's talked about that quite a bit, right? With her genius key, stuff she's doing with Tony. It's a real deal. Like this virtual world, companies are getting into it. McDonald's is about to do something big in the metaverse. And I'm wondering, is it just a marketing ploy? could be or is it something real yes i think it is gamers have been doing this for some time so i must say i'm not doing much into this space i think i own one uh uh not a Bitcoin, but whatever you call it, like in a virtual world. I own some coin that somebody gave me, but I'm about to dive into this. I keep hearing about it, and Glenn's been patiently teaching all of us, so I don't want to get miss out too far. Many of you already own uh, crypto and Bitcoin and all these other kind of things. I need to get into this. McDonald's is doing it. What's their slogan? Do-do-do-do-do. Can't you imagine that? Or the metaverse. That's number one. So we should all be a little more smart about F NFTs. That's the word I meant to say. NFTs and and more. Ding, 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 ding. Number two, this was interesting. Marriott doubles revenue despite Omicron setback. When I heard that, I was so happy because what does it mean to me? 
that even though Omicron and other things are here, I think many people are tired and they're like, screw it, we're gonna travel. Now, some people who have uh, compromised immune systems, some people who are still uh, understandably maybe fearful of travel, I get it, but I think there's a big segment of us. We're going, we're traveling, we're moving. I know Renee Noor and so many others are traveling. I encourage more and more people to do it, get together. I'm gonna share some links. We have Marcus Black's, Marcus Black events coming up soon in June, the Embrace Your Ambition. We have the Grow for God conference coming up in November. Other events that are happening and taking place. So I'm excited to see that Marriott's uh, you know, revenues are up, which means that people are traveling to the hotels. By the way, if you want these tips that I'm sharing, these links, just DM me on Instagram, BWC. DM me on Instagram, BWC, to get your very own copy of my show notes. So that was cool. This third one is really, really cool that I'm about to share. Ding, 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 ding. And this third one says this, how to check your Uber passenger ratings. Now, you can see the rating you have like 4.99, I think I have that I'm very proud of, but normally you couldn't see how many different types of ratings you have. There's a convoluted way that now you can dive into it and see, wait a minute, why do I have 4.99? Who is the one person who gave me a negative rating? Now you can't say who it is, but you can see how many. So that was pretty interesting. And when we move to our chat segment, I would love to hear from you all how you show up how you show thanks to people. Do you tip large or tip small when you're out to eat? When you're in the Uber, what do you do? Are you the chatty type? Or are you not the chatty type? Do you tip pretty big or just tip regular or not at all? You know, so what is your Uber experience like and or beyond that? I know for me, my rating's pretty high because I tip standardly for any trip I'm doing, unless it's like over $50 or over $100 trip. Generally speaking, my tip right out of the gate is $10. And that's big, meaning most of the Ubers will say like, if you do the default, I think it's two or three or four, I just tip 10 right out of the gate. And I'm always, always super polite not to get a good rating, but that's just how Ramon Ray rolls. So I'd love to experience how you guys uh, do that as well. And for me, uh, I even tell the Uber driver oftentimes don't get out. I can get my own luggage, stay in the car, and I'm in and out. Often I meet them before they even arrive at the curb as well. And I know that's very, very appreciated to most of them. So how to check your Uber ratings, that was pretty cool as well. This was interesting how a lady has a business she started to help people stand in line. Let me clarify that. So let's say you're in Washington, D.C., and you want to be able to have a seat in the Supreme Court. Do you know that line can go like for a billion years? You have to wait in line, and I believe, I believe it's first come for serve. So he, she has a pretty cool business, and I've seen other businesses like this, where her and her team stand in line on your behalf. So if it's a 10 hour wait, you can pay her and her team $25 per hour to stand in line for you. I thought that was pretty cool. She saw a problem, she saw a need, and she filled in the holes for it. And isn't this what business is about? Many of us are struggling in our businesses, why? Because we're providing a service that people don't need, or providing a service that people don't know they need. So that's important to consider and figure out what's the need my customers have and understand, in fact, what really 
are we solving for? One thing I love about Larissa Harrington's work, she had her uh, session a little later on, is because people often may think, I need a therapist, I need a shrink, I need somebody to talk to, whatever it is. Yeah, maybe that's really what you need. These are my words, not Larissa's, but how I'm seeing it. But really what you need is forgiveness. Really what you need are some tools to unpack trauma. Get what I'm saying? So that was a little convoluted how I said that. But the point is, or as Carter Myers says, right? We hear this from Scott Simons and Liza Borges all the time. They're not selling vehicles. They are a transportation company helping people move to point A to point B. Something like that, I believe, is what they say as well. And so you really want to understand what you truly are selling, what your business is all about. In the last few months, I've honed this in very clearly of who Ramon Ray is. People in my family don't really understand my new or call myself a professional speaker. Yes, I'm a member of the uh, NSA National Speakers Association and associations like that, but I really don't call myself that. I don't see myself, quote unquote, as a professional speaker. I know the companies that are hiring Ramon Ray to speak, the companies that are hiring Ramon Ray to host and MC events, they're trying to get rid of boredom and doldum. That's why they're hiring me and I'm comfortable with it. They're not hiring me to teach about how to use Twitter. They're not hiring me to teach about social media. They're not hiring me to teach about marketing automation. I can do that and that's what I speak about. But if you want Ramon Ray, you're really hiring me because you want to take your event to the next level. So it's important I think that all of us as business owners understand more and more what are we really selling? And again, if you want any of these show notes, you can just DM me on Instagram, uh, BWC, and I'm happy to send these notes to you. Ding, 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 ding. Number five, here's an interesting article on CNBC that said, you can't just sit still. Inflation has slammed small businesses. Here's how one entrepreneur fought back. When we have our chat break coming up soon, I would really love to hear from some of you how you've been able to take the uh, last two years we've had and either how it's really hurt your business, how you've been stuck. There's a lot of smart people on this chat today that can help you or how really you're saying, Ramon, by God's grace, it's like rocking, it's rocking. And I don't even know how Scott's business has grown so much because the brother takes Pop-Tarts and takes the edges off. So I will never forget that. I don't know how he's been so successful since he eats Pop-Tarts absolutely that way, but we'll come back to that at a later time. So <laughs> what the article says is that uh, her name is Pat, uh, N-G-U-Y-N-G-U-N, I believe the N is silent possibly, and the business is called Pastel, which delivers butter and products and other areas around these suburbs. And she said she expanded her business. How? It sounds interesting what she did. She opened up a new bake shop. Now, sometimes opening up a new business can tank you because you can spread yourself too thin. But it appears to me as the quick read I had is that she had one source to create the product. But the challenge she had is awareness and visibility. And so she created a new bakery so that she had another extension to deliver her inventory to and tap into a new market. So sometimes you have to expand. 
and you want to expand smart, of course, you don't want to expand too much and realize that you're expanding way faster than you can help. So I find that is very, very interesting as well. And somebody's unmiked there, and I don't mind you being unmiked because it's a quiet unmiked, but I don't want you to start talking and hear a private conversation, and then we get to listen in on your conversation. That would be very embarrassing for you and very embarrassing for me. So just so you know, you're slightly unmiked. All right, all right, all right. And our main thing of the day is coming up, TikTok, Vice, Instagram, the headline of today's chat. Before we do that, I do want to shout out a few events that are coming up over the next few days. And again, DM me on Instagram, Instagram BWC for these show notes. But you have the Embrace Your Ambition conference coming up with Ashley Fay and Marcus Black. So I hope you all check that out. EYAmbition.com, EYAmbition.com. Check it out. They have something coming up in Denver, something cup in, uh, coming up in Oakland, California, uh, Oakland, uh, uh, Oklahoma, rather, excuse me, Oklahoma. So that's that coming up in June and other dates. There's the Grow for God conference that's coming. And I'm so excited about that. November, GrowForGod.com. I have an online event coming up in March 2nd called the Growth Kings Sales Summit. And you can see that at smarthustle.com slash growth dash kings. So that's what we have coming up as well, uh, the Growth Kings Sales Summit. You can see that uh, on those links there. So with that, let's take a pause. We talked about, oh, I forgot, TikTok versus Instagram. This was interesting. Uh, PR Week was talking about which platform is better or most in demand by influencers. The bottom line, the vote, the vote revealed no matter what Nate forced Tom Chandler say, <laughs> is that it's Instagram. And again, you have to read the full article for the context. They're just having some fun here. But the bottom line is that TikTok is huge, millions of views on, on TikTok. But it seems to me that many influencers are finding business happening on Instagram. Don't we do that here? DM me on IG. So that's just my two take on that. I'd be curious what you're finding, which social platform works for you and why. And again, in 30 seconds here, we're going to have a quick break where I invite you to give your input. And in these sessions, feel free to ask a question about anything I've stated. We've talked about social media. We've talked about what to do to grow your business. We've talked about being sure what are you really selling. We've talked about the customer experience. We've talked about Marriott. Marriott hotels doubling its revenue, so travels back. We've talked about McDonald's entering the metaverse. So if you have a question, you have a comment, you have a tip, now is the time before we go into section number two, where I dive into some key tips with how you can grow your solo business. So with that, ding, 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 unmike, say your name, say your name, say your name, and let's have a discussion right now. Who's up first? Go. Unmike, say your name. I hear flashing, but unmike, just say your name. Hi, hello, this is Alejandra. Good evening. Alejandra, the mic is all yours. Welcome. Go. Thank you. It is an honor to be here with you and to all of you, for, for everyone that is here. It's an honor. Um, I just wanted to mention that um, I have an Airbnb business, and one of the things that I wanted to share is that I during the whole COVID, I shift from offering uh, Airbnb uh, traveling services to traveling nurses and doctors. Um, as we all know, COVID, COVID definitely presented a challenge. And I had to think, I had to do a lot of research. And I transitioned from regular Airbnb, where I was having a lot of cancellations because of traveling uh, being canceled, to 
moving that into servicing doctors and nurses that are traveling all throughout the states. Um, that's all I wanted to share. Thank you so much for your input. And I wish every one of you uh, blessings and prosperity. Thank you, Mike, back to you. Alejandro, thank you so much. If you don't mind, hang with me for a few minutes. Let's talk about this. I think this is way cool. I know Brielle as well has uh, some uh, uh, um, Airbnb businesses. One, tell us a bit about the business, Alejandro. Just like briefly, let's go back and forth. Um, yes. You know, what's it like? What are some of the challenges? What are some of the benefits? I wanna hear that first. And then I have one or two follow-up questions. We always love to learn here on Breakfast with Champions. And to remind everybody, if you're hearing something that was interesting to you, hit the scissors, share that with others, tag the person who's talking. Two, don't forget, as Glenn Lindley said, let's make him proud and keep sharing the room. You don't want to do it every second, but if you haven't, share the room yet. And this room is of value to you. It's kind of like being at church, right? You give an offering. Well, your offering is to share the room and put a comment in that room. So Alejandra, talk to us. Tell us, for those who are interested in the Airbnb business, what are some of the challenges? What are some of the benefits? If you don't mind, how did you get into it? Briefly yes. share with us that. Yes, of course. We all know, all business owners, we know that in order to create a business, we need to invest in, in borrow money, right? However, the when we create a, an Airbnb business from decoration and the setting and marketing and all of that, the Airbnb provides a very simple to follow platform uh, for the community and it's very easier for customers to find you. That's the benefit of that. One of the challenges, I believe, is how you are marketing yourself and the services that you present along with the competition of hotels. Also, I have a full-time career. The main challenge that I find is that I flying solo, <laughs> flying solo, a lot of times is me, myself, and I, so we all have to divide ourselves in order to maintain the business. Those are the challenges. I and love it, Alejandro. Please go ahead. And then the benefits, were you going to say that or do you say that already? Please continue, yes. please. Yes, the benefits is that as your business continues to grow and as your financial planning, it is very important to have a financial planning for your business. It's not just spending money, but ha watching it grow and have a financial planning. Yes, there are sacrifices. Keeping track of your expenses, very important because a lot of us do not know or miss the chance, chances to protect more of our income legally and ethically based on the IRS code. So I will say Regulation 15, IRS Regulation 15 became my second Bible. Um, so the, the, the benefits is that as your business grows with the Airbnb and you become known in the community and you receive reviews from your customers, that places you at a different level. Um, it is flexible. You can do Airbnb or you can um, cater the Airbnb to professional traveling nurses and doctors as well. I love that. And then can you talk to us a bit? I'm curious also, Alejandra, how do you market it? Is it about uh, finding just, is it just listing any place strategically? Should it be near you? Um, does the Airbnb platform provide a way to market it? Or is there enough demand yes. that when people go on the platform, yours pops up? Give us a bit of, you know, like if I wanted to get into it, can I just find a building, renovate it or an apartment, whatever, and, and sublease it out and I'm going to start rolling in money? Or is it not quite that simple? Talk to us about it that a bit. It isn't a strategy. It may seem simple, but there is a tactical strategy for that to answer your question. The Airbnb community platform, the Airbnb app provides you the ability to promote your Airbnb business and to get it set up and to be able to be marketed under the Airbnb platform, which Airbnb is already um, listed, is an IPO and the um, New York Stock Exchange already. So also, 
another way to market is through your own Facebook, also through um, through social media. That's how I market it as well. But the word of mouth is important as the Airbnb host becomes more, I will say the super host. Once you have five, 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 um, five star reviews, your Airbnb becomes visible to all of that. The beauty about the Airbnb platform is that it allows you to control and to protect who you are allowing in your home, I guess. Mine is in Colorado. I used to own a property, I remodeled it, so that was an Airbnb and a property. My second Airbnb was a um, co-lease at an apartment complex in downtown. So that is available as well. However, in Colorado, the 529, um, as you all know, the, the marijuana business, if you choose not to have people smoking in your area and all of that, it's important. The Airbnb platform provides you a way for you to review your clients before you accept them and to decline or to not allow certain guests to be able to book automatically. All my Airbnb's bookings, they need to send a request. I do that for many reasons. One, I know who I cater to, specific clientele, my target clientele, and second, for the safety as well. Alejandro, you are amazing. I can't wait to take conversation and learn about it more to you just to know it could. Hey listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, five simple steps to an extraordinary morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorning5.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. Uh, Airbnb be one uh, optional revenue stream for Ramon Ray, which I've thought of. Uh, just two more questions for you, and then thank you, Alejandro, for your time. Yes. Um, and we and I know you'll be on the platform, so others may have questions for you, but I want to leave space for others. But a uh, question for you is, what about like the cleanup when guests leave? Is that pretty much like you outsource that, and is it pretty much a numbers game? What the cost is for the property, what your expenses mm -hmm. are for the property, revenue you're getting in, and then factoring in that cleanup, meaning that's questions in one, but leaves. Do you have a staff yes. member automatically, they go in, and put it back so you don't have to deal with that? How does that work? Yes, that's a really good question. So in the beginning, it was the three of us, me, myself, and I. So the three of us will clean up the Airbnb. I will come from, you know, I have a career, not a job. I, I love what I do. But I will come from work and I will be cleaning my own Airbnb in the beginning. Definitely there were times where I was exhausted. And it was, you know, as a, as a begin as a owner for the first time, being a business owner for the first time, so a lot of times we have to put the extra mile. So then later on, I outsource that and hire people to clean the Airbnb. Again, being able to understand the business expenses for every single type of business is very important because once a business owner starts outsourcing um, marketing, um, social media management, cleaning, and you're aware how you can deduct that as a business expense legally and ethically, then it's going to take, give you more time to be creative and therefore uh, create more income. So that was a really good question. In the beginning, I had to do the extra miles on my own, but then later on, I found people, um, I trained them to clean because Airbnb requires to be um, highly clean because of COVID. 
But then after that, it was easier to just uh, hire them, schedule the Airbnb and have them, um, you know, provide that. So they became contractors for me. Profit, good question. It varies. It varies on the time that we invest in our business and the profit is going to come with Airbnb. I've seen that. That is why I have two. My goal is to start one in Japan. I'm currently in Japan, by the way. Greetings from Japan. And my goal is to start one uh, in Japan um, as well. So because I love the dynamic, I love the, uh, the revenue, the profit and the way that the business is created. I definitely see uh, me continuing to do this. But yes, really good questions. Thank you so much for providing me the opportunity. I'm really appreciative. Oh, you're welcome, Alejandro. You're welcome. I have one last question for you, Alejandro. You have 10 more seconds? Yes, awesome, of course. Awesome. Got, by the way, everybody, yeah. this is Breakfast with the Champions. We're talking to Alejandro in an extended impromptu interview all about Airbnbs. Uh, today, we're going to open the mic to all. In about 30 seconds, we've talked about McDonald's entering the metaverse, Marriott doubling its revenue, even despite the Omicron setback, how to check your Uber passenger ratings, customer experience, a lady who turned her uh, business into a business uh, standing in line, and how it, uh, inflation tips, what to do uh, with the economy the way it is, TikTok versus Instagram and more DM me on Instagram BWC to get these notes and remember share share the room with the little swirly buttons on the lower left and if you hear something that's interesting to you use the clips Alejandra last question for you Alejandra is Ramon yes. an evil person Alejandra I booked an Airbnb in <laughs> Austin Texas for South by Southwest lo and behold I can't go because I had another event to attend so I canceled my reservation they took half my money. I knew it was going to happen. I think that was fair. I felt a bit bad, but I did it way ahead of time, like I think th uh, two months ahead of time or a month ahead of time. So Alejandro, this is the vote. Am I evil for what I did? Am I evil or not? Let me know. No, you're no, you're not. No, and I'm not saying that just because I'm here in front of all of you. No, 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 <laughs> no, you're not. Because you you mentioned something very important. Every Airbnb host, we have the ability and the freedom to create our own requirements. If somebody cancels, if somebody does not cancel, we have the ability and the control as to how much we are going to provide as a refund. So the host that you were not able to go to. Um, that was their, you know, their, their, their decision. That That's how they keep peace of mind, right? However, every Airbnb host is different. In my case, and I'm saying this in a very humble way, I'm not saying, oh, because, no. I choose not to charge if they cancel. Here's the reason why. I travel a lot. I, with my career and with everything, I go all over the place. I do completely understand things change at times. So I want to be able to provide people that flexibility that if anything happens, they have to change, they miss a flight, it has happened to me. Um, they have to do something else, they're not gonna be able to arrive on time. I wanna provide that flexibility because then in return, the universe is going to return that to me. <laughs> so, no, you're not evil. No, you're not. <laughs> I, th I think all of you are amazing. Alejandra, thank you so much. I hope you all click on her profile and follow Alejandra. Appreciate you, Alejandra. I think I'm going to get some, I think I'm going to get $50,000 from David Hill, $50,000 from Scott, and then I'm going to send it to you to invest in your business. And then I'll split some of that with David. See, David Hill likes it. See, he's oh like, gosh. take my money, Ramon. And... <laughs> David's like, Bitcoin. Oh, that sounds bad. I'm gonna give you, <laughs> what do you think, David? I'm going to give you a Bitcoin. <laughs> One coin. 
I, I would love to, and I can definitely make international Airbnb. Love it. It is an honor. Oh, my goodness. What an honor. Thank you so much. Thank you, Alejandra. All right, everybody. We move on with today's show. I'm Ramon Ray. We'll be going to 8. 30 a.m. and then turn it over to some other amazing host. If you came here wondering, where's Alexandra? Others, the schedule kind of shifted around, so we are rolling with it. But now, unmike, say. I think he was going to say, say your name. So, <laughs> unmute, all right, am I still here? And let's keep the conversation going. Oh, there, there we go. Going. Yeah, for some reason, Sean, it's uh, just. I like to sell off your like, chair. Boom. Okay, I'm back. Sean, everything's good? All right, I think everything is good. All right. For some reason, I. Everything's yeah, good, Ramon. Sorry, you just fell off the, off the stage for some reason. I just uh, jumped in when I didn't see what happened. I'm driving, actually. So, hit it. Brother, I appreciate it. And we got a host here who can always jump in when one of us falls off the train. But yeah, for some reason, the app entirely closed on me. So, with that, let's move in. Unmike, say your name, and let's go and talk about the things I talked about today. Who is next? Go. Who's next? Say your name. Stephanie Kennedy. Good morning. How are Stephanie, you? Stephanie, all yours. Go. Great. I have a question for Alejandra as I am an Airbnb host as well. And Alejandra, I was, I'm very interested to find out more about um, catering to doctors and nurses because COVID, you know, we still get cancellations and COVID is still an issue. So where do you, what kind of platforms did you go on to find doctors and nurses, traveling doctors and nurses? Yes, there is a there is a website that is called. Thank you so much for your question. There is a website that is called Furnish Finder. That is where all the traveling nurses throughout United States go and find. You also will be finding professionals such as people from Boeing Company, government um, government employees. So a lot of professional people go there, and now. Um, and because the whole COVID and traveling is being canceled a lot of times, that is um, another way to fall into. So what I'll do, I'll definitely send you, um, if you can send me a message, I will go ahead and send you the link to the website. And I'll be glad to assist you as to how to navigate through it, how to set it up, and how you can market. I also have connections with a few um uh, nursing schools in Colorado Springs who also send their, their people throughout nationwide. Good question. Thank you. I Here's love this. Alejandra, thank you so much. That's awesome. And I'll, and I'll send you um, my info in the back channel. Of course. I released the mic. Thank you so much. I love this. I love this. I love this. Keep the conversation going. On mic, say your name. Say your name about any of the things we talked about today. Travel, customer experience, customer service, starting your side hustle. Let's go. We got nine more minutes before we start the next segment. Let's Good morning. Go. Good morning, Ramon. One of my favorite people ever. This is Tony, Tony the Tiger. How are the you? All yours. Go. Great. Uh, so TikTok, one of my favorite subjects. Um, TikTok versus Instagram. I'd love to read that article that you were speaking about. And uh, I just wanted to share quickly that um, I recently have acquired, I think I'm up to 27,000 followers, engaged followers on TikTok and um, grown my business very quickly uh, with TikTok. And my brother, uh, he is like a legit rock star. <laughs> um, he has done a lot with influencer work through Instagram. So the two of us kind of battle back and forth and joke around about which one is better. And uh, Actually, we have about the same amount of followers. 
now, but recently I posted a video with him. Um, it got 3 million views now um, and just ridiculous amount of comments. Uh, and just the engagement that I see on TikTok uh, is just so different than anything I can get on Instagram. Now, that being said, I know like Donna Bowling, she's amazing on uh, doing her reels on Instagram, but I think it, it depends on where you go all in. Like my brother and Donna, they've really gone all in on Instagram. Uh, so those are my thoughts about, about TikTok and how I'm using it. I appreciate that. So clarify that, Tony, that your your vote is that TikTok or Instagram, if you're on an island all by yourself, all by yourself with just a bucket of fresh water and an apple, who is going on there with you, TikTok or Instagram? You can only pick one, Tony. Which one is it? Well, for prospecting, TikTok. But no, I think every no, no. industry has to, <laughs> to choose TikTok all the way. <laughs> I'm just teasing. All right, Tony. Thank you, Tony. <laughs> all right. Anybody else want to dive in on that or any other topic? Unmike, say your name. And any of the topics we talked about today, we got six more minutes before we go to the next segment, but the conversation's not over. We're just gonna transition in Ramon's segment. Who else wants to dime in? All right, all right, all right. All right, so good. Yeah, I'll, I'll jump in, go Ramon. Actually, you know, I'm, I'm running. So, you know, I was gonna ask the, um, the uh, Airbnb is, uh, do they take uh, cryptocurrency? Because it's actually something I'm thinking about, or I'm actually going to figure out. I want to start taking crypto for my training and coaching services. So, something I'm working on right now. So I don't know if, if they do it. If not, if anybody knows, like what platform they you? How would you do that? Wonderful question, uh, Alejandra. What do you say? Crypto, yes, Bitcoin, all those good, things. Good question. No, at the moment, uh, because crypto continues to be part of the uh, financial institutions to be regulated because of the taxes and the new regulations that the um, the government is implementing, um, crypto is not available to be used as a current currency at the uh, Airbnb platform. Um, one, on one side note of the cryptocurrency, because <laughs> my I'm an economist and I teach financial readiness to the armed forces that's my that's my career is that um for those of you who might be invested in crypto please double triple check that is definitely a certified um agency where you are getting your crypto and where you are investing but to answer your question sir no at the moment the Airbnb platform is not accepting yet as a payment because um you the way you receive your payments a guest books the airbnb and within two or three days you get that deposit in your bank account uh, the system has not been designed yet to accept uh, digital currency thank you my to you alejandra thank you so much we need to have a special session with you like once a week alejandra all about uh, airbnbs with that if we don't have another segment we're going to open up to a shift to another segment anybody else want to unmike say your name we have plenty of time i'll be going to 8 30 before hey, I shift, not rushing. Just hey, Ramon. If there's no, hey, Ramon, please, who said, hey, Ramon, what's your hey, name? Hey, Ramon, this is Patty. And you know what? Patty, it's all yours. I, I just, I just want to, does Alejandra, uh, great shares, uh, beautiful. Uh, do you know about the Have NFT with Stephen Kuhn? I mean, you definitely should tap in with that. Cool. So we will, Alejandra. Uh, I will. Well, thank you so much for, for letting me know about that. I appreciate yeah. that. 
Thank you so much. Thank you so much. That was awesome. All right. So with that, we're going to move forward. Um, again, we talked about so many things today to recap and remind us. Remember to hit the share button, as Glenn Lundy tells us all the time. Do that. Do that. Do that. Hit the scissors if you hear something of interest to you. All right. So we're going to dive into a master class. But I wanted to know, Niku, are you available on the platform at this time? Let me know if you're ready. Flash your mic if you're present and able to share some things with me. Good. All right, Niku. We're going to have a special segment right now. In fact, uh, we're going to take about 10 minutes. We talked about Airbnb. We talked about some of the top things you need to know this week for your business and personal life. We talked about McDonald's entering the metaverse, Marriott. We talked about how to check your Uber passenger rating, customer service, and more. Niku is a health expert and more. Niku, please just spend a minute introducing yourself. And then I wanted to have a master class with you. We moved from Airbnb. Let's talk about health. And then we'll dive into my segment about growing your solo business. But Niku, welcome. Thanks for being here. First, take the time and tell people who you are. You're one of our regular uh, BWC hosts. Glad to have you share the stage with me today. Thanks so much, Ramon. I love you, bro. Your energy is infectious. I'm I'm just gonna say it's 5 a.m. over here on the West Coast, and I hopped on for a second. I'm like, who's talking right now? And it was you, and you hooked me. So thank you, thank you, thank you for the energy, the love, the light that you always bring to the BWC stage. I appreciate you, bro. Um, hello for those of you who I haven't met. My name's Niku. I'm here in this little circle doing this crazy little back bend. Don't worry, my spine will not snap. I've been practicing yoga for 16 years now, Pilates for 14. Um, my passion really is movement. It all started with me loving to move my body when my dad got me into the gym at 13 years young. Now I'm a master movement specialist. I have a Pilates studio here in Scottsdale, Arizona. I teach yoga, bar, and dance classes all over the valley here. Um, I do a lot of private training. I really specialize in one-to-one -one duet trios and then teaching like big outdoor type events, um, yoga at the lake, fundraisers, stuff like that. A little bit more about me. I'm also a holistic health coach. I got into that almost a decade ago because I was suffering with things in my own health that I wanted to help others work through, through things that I was doing with mindfulness and movement and um, really diving into nutrition in the last couple of years. That's been my, my major thing. For those of you that know me here on BWC, you've probably heard me speak in the last year specifically on the importance of gut health and the foods that we're putting into our body and how they're affecting our mood, how they're energizing us or taking away from our energy, how they're keeping us from showing up as our best self or not. And I've really been moving in this way of trying to teach and educate people on the importance of nutrition, on balanced nutrition, and on really understanding what foods are going to give you that vitality, that energy, that satiety to make you feel good after you eat, not make you feel tired and fatigued and bloated and all those things. So I kind of do a little of all the things, but it really all comes back to health. My passion is in health, making people feel their best from the inside out, whether that's in movement, getting their exercise right, losing weight, getting toned, getting stronger, training for something that's coming up, whether that's in mindfulness, right? Training our brains to re reconstruct those neural pathways, which we can totally do through meditation, mindfulness, journaling. I mean, there's so many different incredible techniques out there that I just want to get out there for people that are dealing with high stress, cortisol, sleep issues, executive burnout, all those things. And then really just tapping into the food and how important the food is. And that's what's going to help us create that total holistic health mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. So that's a little bit about me, Marlon. On top of, I have three kiddos, two bonus kids and a two-year-old of my own. Oh, I love that, Niku. Thank you for that intro. So let's dive right into everybody again. You're on Breakfast with Champions. I'm Ramon Ray here with Niku, and we're talking about your health, and we'll see where this goes. But first, I'm going to be a little selfish, Niku. Talk to Ramon Ray. 
I am not like a health aficionado. I have my Dunkin' Donuts with sugar every once in a while. But Niku, I'm trying. I get on the elliptical five days a week, 30 minutes at I don't even know how fast it's going. I do some pull-ups every morning, partly because of this uh, this this uh, stage rat. I do stretch. I'm not sure if I'm doing it right or wrong, but I touch my I touch the floor and I do some other things. Talk to people like me that are not like in the health space and you know can't go backwards like you can. What should I be doing more? Am I doing okay? Should I be doing less of? If you get what I mean, talk to the guys and gals who are like. We're just doing it because we know we should do it. We're not the experts. Talk to those people for a bit if, that, if, that, if that's a fair question and you understand what I'm asking. Totally, 100%. And the first thing, I'm, I'm very, very um, cognizant of the words that we choose. So though you may not be able to bend backwards today like I'm doing in the picture, it doesn't mean that you cannot ah, do that. So that is true. When I, when I work with my friends, my clients, my family, anyone that I approach, if they say something where I'm like, okay, the energy of that statement right there is limiting I'm going to go ahead and first help them with restructuring the words that they use because the words that we're using are actually affecting the neural pathways that we're creating in our brain. And if our brain doesn't believe that we can do something, then guess what? We can't. We've already right. lost that battle, right? Yeah, but I'll be so, to continue to carry it out. And everyone better hope Mike if someone can help me with that. Thank everyone you. Everyone probably, but Carol made, probably made them. Although I'm actually, actually really interested in seeing what they're talking about. Yeah, um, I know. I was too, Niku. I, 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 like, I didn't put them like down really sooner. I wanted to hear it. We may get like a credit card number. <laughs> or a pin number or something. Go ahead, Niku, continue. Oh, oh my gosh, so block that, block that. So yeah, when it comes to movement, I think the number one thing is it's not about are you doing it right, it's are you doing it, period. And every single person needs to move their body. It's the one temple that we've been given. We need to honor it, to respect it, um, because the energy that we put into it, it's gonna put back into us. And when it comes to movement, don't worry if it's if you're not the most flexible person. I'm excited that you can touch the floor, Ramon. That's amazing. I have a lot of people that can't. I would say over 50% of my clients today that I work with cannot touch the floor. But they have found a form of movement that makes them feel good. It gives them energy. It gives them increased self-esteem and confidence. They love it while they're doing it. It brings them joy. And it's helping them with balancing out their hormones with just feeling their best, right? Like when we're moving, when we're working our body, when we feel that mind-body connection, that's when we feel truly like, okay, I, I get it. It increases our self-awareness. It makes us feel really, really good. And dare I say, it actually makes us feel connected to all things. The days that I'm not moving, I feel sedentary. I feel like my energy is just blocked and it's just sitting here in one place. But when I start to move my body, I literally start to feel the energy flowing through me. And then as I come into contact with, my husband and with my children and with my friends and with members of my community, I actually feel this connection of our energy. I know that's crazy to say, and that's kind of like woo woo, but it, it's real. Try it, go and work out today. And that workout may look like a five minute walk around your block. That workout may look like, you know, doing a couple of push-ups or sit-ups and then go and actually take a feel, right? A temperature test of how the quality of your conversations of your interactions with people are within a couple hours of that movement. And it doesn't have to look crazy. It doesn't have to mean going to the gym for an hour and a half, two hours a day. You don't have to go for a run. If you don't like running, don't run. I hate running. Why am I going to do something that I hate? Find something that brings you joy that is effortless where you crave wanting to do it because it really, truly makes you feel good. And you're happy when you're doing it. For me, that's yoga. For me, that's Pilates. For me, that's bar. For me, that's dancing. For me, that's going on a hike with my best friends. I can get out in nature and just talk to her and no one else is around. For me, that's jump roping. I love to jump rope. And my little two-year-old tries to grab the jump rope. He's like bouncing it all over the place, not really doing anything with it. But 
we find ways to make movement fun in our house, even if that means, okay, great, we're, we're watching TV together on a movie. Let's all get down and do a quick one-minute plank, and we do a little family contest out of it. But we like that. We like to be competitive in our household. So find what works for you. Find what works for you and your family, and then go after that. I think that's like the number one most important thing for people that are looking to get into movement or fitness. Niku, I love it. And you sound like two of my other favorite people. Larissa, do what works for you. And Amelia, wait a minute. We're going to reframe your mind. We need to reframe your mindset. I'm not a, what does she say? I'm not a therapist. I'm a behaviorist. So you sound like two of my other favorite ladies on this platform. And I love um, both so of them. Just so you guys know, I did a session with Larissa and it was eye-opening. We like dove into inner child stuff and every, every coach needs a coach. So I definitely approve of Larissa as a mindset incredible emotional coach like what she does with meditation and with her consultations is incredible you guys have to click on larissa and connect with her she's amazing and then obviously you know i love amelia she's my big sister and my uh, g100 mentor so yeah i completely love both those women ramona i'm glad that you love them too Absolutely. So, Niku, um, so before I move to gut health and things like that, which I want to spend some time on as well, we'll go for another five minutes or four minutes or so. But just to repeat what I'm hearing is that, A, I'm I'm saying what I've heard, Niku, but you correct me. A, yes, there's probably tactics and things we can learn with how to move. But the main thing for people, quote unquote, like Ramon, is applaud that you're doing it, that every day when you wake up, you are moving, you're stretching, you're bending, you're doing that and keep doing that. And then, sure, you can do other things and do better. But for people like Ramon, the fact that you're just doing it and disciplined, that's a good start and go from there. Is that kind of what I'm hearing as we talk movement before we move to gut health? Is that yes, sound about right? Yes, 100 percent. And I understand there's certain situations where people cannot move easily. You know, you may have just had an injury or I have surgery coming up in a few weeks where I am not allowed to move for four weeks after that. And that's OK. That's understandable. It doesn't have to be right now, but it can be something as simple as you bet after four weeks when I get cleared, I'm going to be walking every single day. If that's all that I can do, find something that works for you right now in this moment, but don't push yourself or get upset with yourself if, you know, right now you're not cleared to go and do a yoga class or to go and do a hit class if that's what you really want to do. But there's something that's currently limiting you from doing that. Don't let yourself get disappointed by that. That's like the biggest thing is don't let your energy go into a negative direction. Just do what you can do and find what works for you. I love it. By the way, that rhymes. Do what you can do and find what works for you. That's almost like Glenn Lundy <laughs> saying, you do you, boo. Um, love yeah, it, I, I don't know if it's like right. born and raised in L.A. Like some of these rap lyrics come out of me sometimes. I don't even know what I'm doing. You go, girl. So now let's move to gut health. And to get everybody, we're talking to Niku. He's an amazing BWC uh, contributor. Please do click on her profile. Check out all things that she does. And this is what I so love about this platform, Niku. We went from TM to Larissa. We've talked about Airbnbs. We're now talking about health. We're talking about mindset. This is why I'm here. I woke up at 425 a.m. today. My wife's like, Ramon, you're waking up early again. I'm like, yeah, because I want to hear VWC knowledge. So Nico, talk to us. Give us a quote unquote masterclass for about two or three minutes about gut health. What does that mean to you? Why is it so important? Again, talk to Ramon, people who are not really in, you know, I try to eat as healthy as I can. I know I should eat some kind of fruit. I know I maybe shouldn't eat too many eggs. I don't know, but give us what you can, a masterclass on gut health. What are the common things you're always telling the people you work with, Niku? Please go. Two funny things. First of all, the information that a lot of us have about gut health is incorrect. And this is going to be super crazy. You guys are going to be like, what? What is she talking about? The statement that you just said about, I know I should be eating more fruit. I know too many eggs is not good enough or not good for us. 
is actually false in and of itself. And here's the oh. problem when it comes to gut health. We hear things right through incredible marketing, through what we see on TV, through what people right now are living their lives around the standard American diet. And we think have a ton of fruits and vegetables, limit your eggs, limit your meat. This is incorrect. If we go back to the ancestral way that we as human beings, based on the way that our stomach and our digestive system was created, we were not meant to just thrive on plants. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna get super crazy for a second. I know we're gonna keep it to two minutes, but for those of you that are on stage who have been to my Take Back Your Health challenges and my masterclasses, you know it's very, very difficult for me to speak on this topic for only two minutes because we can deep dive for hours and hours and hours. But here's my own story. So I'm now 34, I'm turning 35 in a couple of months. At 15 years old, I, I suffered, Ramon suffered from chronic bloating and inflammation mm. after every single meal, the healthiest meals, Ramon, I'm talking like five almonds and just some spinach salad with a drizzle of olive oil. And I immediately bloated within 30 minutes, looking like I was four to five That's like the pregnant. perfect meal. Crazy. That's like the perfect, that's what we all see of perfect. You health. would think, <laughs> yeah, you, you would think I was eating super healthy. I was modeling at the time. So I was really trying to like limit my intake and just make sure that I, I still met my weight limits and all of that stuff. Right. For all my, my shoots. Anyways, I say all that to say I was frustrated. I was going to doctors, every single doctor you can imagine, gastroenterologists, hormone specialists, trying to figure out why is it that I immediately bloat after every single meal. I was always exhausted and I was suffering with this all the way up until I was 32 years old. Now, fast forward, this is 18 years later. I've been going to every doctor on the block, 17 specialists to be exact. I've gone on from medications to different diets. I've done the plant-based diet. I was vegan vegetarian. I did paleo for a year. I've done the whole 30. I mean, you name it, I did it because I was really trying to figure out how I can find comfort in eating. I was literally Ramon scared to eat because of how it made me feel physically in my body and emotionally in my spirit. And I know Larissa can speak to this and Alexander can speak to this. And so many people here on the stage know about this because we've talked extensively offline about it. All right, so 32 years old, I'm going to two different naturopaths, a functional medicine doctor. Mind you, I had to do blood work every single month. People are trying to figure out like what's wrong with her. Her thyroid's fine. All of her levels are fine. Everything on paper looks fine, but she's always bloated. She's always exhausted. She has this gut-wrenching pain after almost every single meal. She has cystic acne. Like what is going on in this woman's body? And there was a couple of doctors around that told me like, this is just what, you know, high school is like. And then in my twenties, this is what your hormones are like because you're going through this hormonal change. And then I had my son at 32 and I was like, okay, shouldn't my hormones be different now? Like, why am I still experiencing this? And finally, finally, one functional medicine doctor a few years ago, I was sitting there with her and she's like, let me, let me look at all your blood, your lab work, all your blood work, bring it all in. I'm going to review it all. And she's reviewing all the labs that I had done in the last three months from that meeting. And in that conversation, as she was listening to the words that were coming out of my mouth, not just looking at the numbers on the paper, she was listening to the symptoms I was telling her I was experiencing. She was like, wait a second, has anyone tested you for SIBO? And I was like, no, I have no clue what that is. Mind you, 18 years of, of searching for an answer to what my problems were, 18 years of going to doctors every single month for lab work and blood work and all these things and feeling frustrated in my own body, right? 
I was like, no, I have no idea what SIBO. She's like, that's small intestinal bacterial overgrowth, also known as more commonly leaky gut. It's where the intestinal lining has started to separate. So every time you're eating, there's wow, these gases wow, wow. that are emitting into your gut. And that's what's causing you the bloating. Some of the symptoms are also chronic fatigue, um, gut wrenching pain, digestive issues. I was only turning a bowel movement once every three to four days, Ramon. This was for over a decade. Um, on top of that, it does cause a lot of skin issues. I had flare-ups of eczema. I had granuloma annulare. I was dealing with cystic acne, like all the things. And she's like, yeah, this is like textbook SIBO. And no one's tested you for that. I'm like, no, because this is not a very widely um, known thing. Like people don't just automatically think right. when they go to a doctor, oh, this girl might have a leaky gut. Because a lot of doctors do not understand what leaky gut is. They're not educated on that. That's not to say that doctors or medical professionals are not good at what they do. It's just you're good at what you know. And in school and medical school specifically, they are not educating people on gut health. If you, there's a ton of medical professionals here on this platform, next time you're in a room with them, ask them, what was the education on gut health? What was your education on nutrition? And they'll tell you it was anywhere from one to five hours. And so Nico, let me, let me ask you one thing. Let me ask you one thing, follow up on this. We got about two minutes to go here. Is that what, what are you saying? I know if you, have, you have to talk to people, of course, but if you could talk broadly, almonds or eggs or meat or fish or fruit, bottom line, are you saying that's secondary to checking about our individual guts or not? Just summarize and clarify those listening, understanding that we're all different. Is it okay then to eat as we want? Just clarify what, what, that, what, what we need to know about gut health, if it's a fair question. If it's not, it may not be a fair question, but what, what do we all, all of us need to understand better then? Yeah, it's, it's totally a fair question. I think the, the most important thing that we all need to understand is number one, there's hope. So don't get disappointed or discouraged if you're experiencing some of the things that I experienced. I get it. I see you. I was there. We all have an individual microbiome. So my microbiome, my gut health is going to be completely different from Scott Simons and Gina Skelton and Bobby Del Rio and Tyrone and Larissa and Renee and Ramon and everyone here. Every single person here has to find out what works best for them. Now, it will help you tremendously to work with someone that specializes in this field to help you figure out what foods are going to bring you the most amount of energy, are going to make you feel the best, are going to help you meet your goals. If your goals are weight loss, there's foods that help with weight loss, i.e. low carb, right? Because carbohydrates break down into glucose, which turns into sugar, which helps to store fat. And if you're looking to lose weight, you got to start to limit your carb intake, which I don't know if you guys knew this, but fruits and vegetables are the majority carbohydrates. There is no protein in fruits or vegetables. So if you're looking to get toned and to develop your muscles, you need to have more protein for the amino acids, right? And if you need protein, then yeah, you're going to probably need to find some good sources of protein like meats or fish. Right. And, that, and if, if meat doesn't work for you, if you're someone that's like, oh my gosh, I look at me and I'm just going to throw up, I get it. We can find different ways for you to get that protein. It can be in the form of eggs. It could be in the form of um, salmon, which is going to get you also great omega-3s, which are amazing for your brain, right? For your ability to make good decisions. So really just finding a specialist, Ramon, that can help you deep dive mm -hmm. into finding out what works best for you would be my number one recommendation. It, it saved me 18 years of pain and suffering, literally, and tens of thousands of dollars on medication, doctor's visits, co-pays, um, blood draws, and all those things. So if you can just find someone that really, truly understands gut health, and they could help you figure out, okay, well, what foods are going to make you feel the best? And also, what are your goals? Because that's going to be really important. Like I said. Goals are for sure important. Goals for yeah. sure.
And Nico, I, I see a, a picture here, like, by the way. I don't want to lose weight at all. <laughs> and, and I looked yeah. at her diet and I was like, girlfriend, everything you're eating is going to keep you on this weight loss track. We need to incorporate some other things that are going to help you maintain your weight. So just find someone that can really help you accomplish your goals for your individual microbiome. Talk to me about this picture. Oh, I love this. Nico, no, I was going to say two things. I say, everybody, please do look up Niku. Click on her profile. Follow her, what she's doing. And one thing I want to say, I see here. And Niku, thank you for spending time with us. I see you helping out one of our favorite BWC members. The amazing Triple J. And I know you work with Amelia Antonetti, but Niku, thank you for being here. Hang out with us a while to give people time to click on your profile and follow you. Niku, thank you for what you do for our community and being here. It was so great to have this masterclass about health with you today. I appreciate you. Thank you, Niku. Thank you, Ramon. Appreciate you, brother. All right. God bless. Listen, everybody, that was Niku. You need to check her profile out. Follow her. See her amazing, beautiful family as well. Everything she does for health. We got 13 more minutes to go before a very special member, I believe, is coming up. Miss Alexander, we're going to dive into the rest of Ramon Ray on Monday, 7.30 a.m. I started a bit early. We talked about Airbnb. We've heard, of course, earlier today. If you haven't yet shared this room with the swirly arrows, if you haven't yet shared the room, you need to share the room. This is like our tip jar. If this room has been beneficial to you, share it and let the world know. I hope people have clipped on things Niku was saying and shared it out on your IG and tagged her. 134, 135, the shares are going up. I love this, I love this, I love this. As we do in my segments, we're gonna give a quick masterclass in what it takes to grow your solo business. I'm not the guy that can help you build a billion dollar brand. That's not what I do. Not what I do, but I have multiple times built several small businesses and I've sold two of them. I am the guy that can help you build businesses that generate hundreds of thousands of dollars of revenue because I've done it multiple times. So I'm going to dive into that about 12 minutes and feel free. There's a link at the top. Grow your solo free tip sheet with a lot of these tips in it. What you can do to grow your solo business is I dive into and share some things I've learned over time. So one. The fact that you can't grow your solo business is a myth and is a lie. A great book that has helped me, it's a big, big, big business book, but it's helped me as well, is Jim Collins' Flywheel. Flywheel, amazing uh, monograph that he put together about what is the flywheel of your business. So that was a really cool resource that I've read, and I suggest you check it out. One, understanding your flywheel. Two, understanding the power of profit first. My friend Mike Michalowicz's book, Profit First, one of the most widely read books of all time for small businesses and businesses in general probably, is all about pay yourself first. It's an absolute lie, a myth, that profit is about your income minus your expenses equal your profit. Stop it. Pay yourself first. Pay yourself first. Number two, make sure you have a great team. Many of you who are the very smaller side of businesses, kind of my people, you're working this all alone and wondering why you're going crazy, why your hair is pulled out, why you're spinning around. You need help. You probably need to hire your first team member. I don't like the word virtual assistant. I think it's a misnomer, but we'll go with that word. I prefer the word consultant because the virtual assistant could be someone to help you with your social media, someone who's expert in copywriting, someone who is your executive assistant, expert in calendaring and productivity. My executive assistant and online business manager is Jamie. She is a rock star of all things funnel, and she started with me as my executive assistant handling my calendar and inbox and other things. She does that for five years to this day, and we've grown together. So if you, if you need tips on virtual assistant, you can DM that to me on Instagram as well, just VA or virtual assistant, and I'll be glad to send you that. Number three, maximize your time. 
for many of you, some of the reasons why your business is not growing because your time is a waste of time and it's a time suck your calendaring. Your inbox has 10,000 unread emails. As I've said it before, I'll say it again. One hack that I do that helps, in addition to many other hacks, is the word unsubscribe. Have it as a filter in your email inbox so you can shove all those emails to another folder and read them later. This doesn't mean I don't want to hear from TM or Renee or Scott Simons or Amelia or Niku or Gina, but all their amazing emails that come in, I don't have to read it that second, meaning on their email list, so I can move it gently aside to another folder and look at it later. That's one hack I do to scale myself. Tip number four, tip number four is the celebrity CEO. My book is entitled that, and this is building your personal brand. In other segments, we'll dive into this later on. But building your personal brand, being the celebrity CEO of your industry. I was so honored. Amelia Antonetti was holding celebrity CEO in her hands and looking at it yesterday. That was so freaking cool. Thank you, Amelia. And so celebrity CEO, be, build your personal brand. Number five, email marketing. I was on a, con I was on a call uh, keynoting an event uh, last Friday or Thursday. I was amazed at how many of the business owners, small business owners starting out, are not doing email marketing consistently. This is something all of you need to start. Whether you want to use Keep, MailChimp, AWeber, ActiveCampaign, I don't care. I care, but for this intensive purposes, the tool is not is, is, is secondary, is less. Kind of Niku said, just do it. Just get it done. And it, every time I see Tyrone Poole's beautiful smiling profile, it excites me. So I just have to say it. Tyrone Poole, good morning. You know, I, I, everybody else can say, why'd you say good morning to me? Tyrone, you just got some energy, man. What's up, brother? How you doing? <laughs> good morning. Good morning, everyone. Hope everyone is having a great morning. Make it a great day. Work that thing today. You're in control. It's your day. See, look at that. Tyrone, thanks for being here, man. Just good to see your smile and your voice. Can't wait to meet you in person one day. So email marketing, so, so important. And one thing I do, my emails are a campaign. So that means if I'm seeing a gem today, that gem is probably important for someone tomorrow as well. Don't waste those gems. So email marketing and the power of marketing automation is essential, is essential. Again, all these things you can see in the tip sheet, see at Smart Hustle, all these things if you need help with, let me know and I'm happy to help you and point you into the right direction. Six is CRM, that's a technical word customer relationship management, but it's the power of follow-up. Your client most likely does, you are not the priority of your client most likely. They need to be your priority, especially the clients coming up, meaning the, the future clients. So the way to make sales, the way to grow your business is to follow up, follow up, follow up. You don't deserve to have a successful business if you won't take the time to follow up. You must follow up. This is how I grew my business. Yes, when the big brands I work with, Dell and Microsoft and Verizon, all these billion dollar companies work with Ramon. How did I do that? Because I followed up. Do you think Dell needs me, meaning to that degree like that? They can buy, this, they can buy as many Super Bowl ads as they want. But when they got 10,000, 20,000, 100,000 set aside, I wanna make sure I get that money because I know they're gonna give it, invest it with somebody else. That's important. Social media is really powerful. I give whole seminars and clinics on social media. Many of you are using that relatively well, right? We have Donna Bowling, Alexander, and so many others. The social media show that pours into that every day. How, why does my social media rock? Because it's frequent, it's relevant, 
and it's engaging, free. Keep that acronym in there, frequency, relevancy, engagement. So that's social media. Tip number eight, we have three more to go, two more to go, is content marketing. And I broke that out because this summarizes some things I've said that's an email newsletter, leveraging the power of social media, using the power of video, which humanizes and personalizes your brand. You can turn your podcast to a blog post, a blog, po blog post to social, and it goes in a beautiful, beautiful circle. And last point here, there's so many points, but the last tip on this is online events. I produced dozens and dozens of online events March 20th when the pandemic, quote unquote, when America was shut down, I produced the first Survive and Thrive Summit. We had thousands of people sign up. Microsoft, Salesforce, and Dell were marquee sponsors. If I can do big events, you can too. So that was a fire hose because we had a slightly different shift in timing today, but I always want to leave you with these key tips with how to grow your solo business. You can get that full tip sheet right at the top there link. We have five minutes to go. If anybody wants to ask me a question or share, we'll probably take two or three shares, and then I want to give Alexander plenty of time to come on stage and pour into us for the hour that he has. He'll be on in about five minutes. But anybody want to unmike, ask a question, or give a quick, quick tip? Anybody else want to unmike and say your name if you want to join me? Go. Renee. Say your name. This is Renee. Hey, oh, you go. hey, Ramon. Wonderful, wonderful segment, as well as everyone else. And great morning, champions. You know, some of the things what you're saying is so dead on, especially because we are now in a new way of how we have to show up for our, each other, as well as our businesses. And online is definitely one of the ways to be very successful. Our company, like you said, aligned ourselves with organizations that we knew we wanted to partner up with. And thanks for, to um, Tony Robbins as well as his team, you know, they definitely helped to um, help us with our online, um, our online training. We actually reached over 3,000 views on that, and that was one of the wins. And it's important to make sure when you have the right collaborations, bring in the great synergies and align yourself also, not just with the way you do things, but look at how others are doing it. Look at how the successful ones are doing it, and make sure you have those great connections, collaborations, and the key definitely is follow up follow through be intentional and always make sure you leave a lasting impression thank you so very much ramon i'm hopefully that was able to add some value as well this morning oh renee absolutely but renee can i tell you one thing renee can i tell you one thing renee please tell me and can i tell you the unfair advantage you have renee can i tell you that renee sure i'm listening you know i'm all ears go on <laughs> You have such a big, beautiful, radiant smile. That's part of your competitive advantage, too. I love that. I just that. want to uplift you and tell you that. <laughs> well, look at yours. You know, it's like the law of attraction. When you put that energy out there, you're going to get it back. You know, I'll say this, too, just to be quick. You know, when I was out there looking, I'm like, who can I partner up? Who can I partner up? And I reached out and I manifested three relationships. One was with Sarah Blakely with Spanx. The other one was Tony Robbins. And I knew I had to meet that Sir Richard Branson. And all three of my manifestations all came to reality. So guys, don't be afraid to up your ask, start thinking bigger, and definitely take action to what it is that you desire. Because right now, the only thing that's standing in your way is just you. So take action. Thank you so very much, Ramon. Oh, Renee, what a powerful share. The amazing Renee. No, we'll take time for one more segment before I gently land this plane and turn to Alexander. Unmike, say your name, say your name, and let's have some fun. Ramon, hey, it's Ramon. Professor here. We'll have the Professor uh, sorry. and the Hey Ramon. Professor, uh, you go uh, first, then the Hey Ramon. Professor, go. Thank you for making it 
so clear because clarity is power. The executive assistant point you touched on, almost everyone I know ignore it. Not just VA, they are human beings that are acting in your interest, responding to text messages, emails, and telephone numbers. Thank you. That's a huge nugget. I'm done speaking. Oh, I appreciate it. Definitely a virtual assistant or executive assistant has changed my life. All five of my team members are virtual. One of them is in Tanzania, in fact. And I, I think I have a skill set of hiring virtual assistants, uh, but really, really have a great team. Thank you, Professor. And then we had a amazing, hey, Ramon, beautiful voice I heard. Yeah, we're Renee Hi, Ramon. Marino. It's, it's, it's the other Renee down. Just uh, say your I name, Renee. Right. It's all you, but Renee. Go ahead. Renee, hi. So, Ramon, first of all, thank you for such a beautiful room. And I just want to tag on to what Renee was saying about just being able to manifest the things you want in your life. I think step one to being being able to do that, and for all of us, whether you have your own business, you don't, is communication with yourself. Waking up every day, asking yourself this one question, how am I feeling? Take five minutes, journal about it, because the more in touch we are with ourselves, our gut instincts, that quiet voice of our souls, then we're able to tap into exactly what we want and what we want to manifest. So have a beautiful day, everyone, and happy new week. Oh, Renee, can you do that one more time? Can you end it like that one more time? That was so beautiful. <laughs> happy new Re week, Ramon. Breakfast <laughs> with champions. You go, girl. Somebody was saying everybody listen thank you all for joining me i'm ramon ray alexander i'm gonna give you a few seconds brother if you want to change that link at the top to something better for you before he does feel free to click that link if you want to download my tip sheet that i shared i'll be doing this every monday 7 30 to 8 30 today we're a bit off time but 7 30 to 8 30 uh sharing you top tips that you need for your business. We'll then sway and sandwich that in and have a chat and discussion about it. And we'll always close it out with tips on how to grow your solo business, which is all I talk about, how to grow your solo business. That's what we do. But it's been great to be here. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.